Hi guys. Thank you for tuning back in. I know it's been a while, but I'm back. Um, okay, so this week's episode is actually, it's a super random one. It's just kind of a rundown of some of my thoughts of this week's um, Love Island. So the first week of this year's Love Island. Um, so yeah, let's just dive straight in. I have had a glass of Prosecco. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, it's going to be pretty candid thoughts, but um, I mean, it's always candid thoughts. That's why we're here, right? The first thing of note for me is that Chloe absolutely should have been a bombshell. So I think this episode is mainly going to be about the idea of the bombshell in Love Island and just kind of the social aspects of what we think a bombshell should be and why we have been made to think that way. But essentially, this is about kind of the bombshells that have gone into the house. Chloe should have been a bombshell. Now, Twitter went wild saying things about the size of her nose, um, the way she spoke, etc., which is actually quite baffling to me because why shouldn't she be a bombshell, right? Um, we have gone through, I think it's seven years of this show, essentially telling us that to be classed as a bombshell, um, one, the current girls in there essentially are not good enough. So the girls that are there are just kind of seen as like the mediocre kind of, you know, like, or they're okay, but you know, there's better that could come. Who was it that said, you know, I'm happy, but could I be happier? Wes, Blockhead Wes. <laughs> Blockhead Wes was like, I'm happier, but I could be, I'm happy, but I could be happier. Um, that's kind of the idea that we've been given is that, you know, the girls are okay, but they could be better. And that every now and then they'll drop in somebody who is better than the standard girls that go in there. And two, the bombshell has typically been a white woman who has had a few things done to her face and body that give her the look of a black woman in terms of, or a woman of color. So in terms of our features. So typically we tend to have bigger lips, bigger boobs, smaller waists, wider hips, bigger bums, thicker thighs, and obviously we are various shades of tanned. Um, so yeah, it tends to be like a white woman who's had things done to make her look like a woman of colour, except she still gets to be seen as this universally accepted sort of a standard of beauty because her skin is white, even if she is tanned it. Chloe coming in with her original face on, not thinking that she needs a nose job because honestly she doesn't her nose is just a, a nose right um not having her lips puffed up so much that her face looks like used chewing gum <laughs> and still going in with as much confidence as she went in with is awesome i think that she should think she looks good and she should think that she is good enough to be the bombshell now, let's be honest, when I first saw the tweet saying things like, oh, how could she be the bombshell when someone like Shannon was already in there and Shannon should have been the bombshell? I definitely understood kind of the mindset behind that because Shannon was unreal. Um, you know, she had this gorgeous, like dark skin, like sort of tanned olivey skin. I don't know what her background was because I haven't looked into it. I'm literally just rambling right now. Um, but her body was absolutely incredible and I believe that was kind of all her own stuff 
that was attached to her. Um, her face was beautiful and it was a normal face, right? And she hadn't had those weird sort of gravestone teeth put in her mouth and stuff. Again, if people like this stuff, it's your body to do with as you want. But for me, the issue with that is that people think that you can only be classed as having a nice smile if you have these like block, bright white teeth that don't have any shape to them and they're all kind of dead straight. Um, she had this long, gorgeous hair. Her, her, I mean, her body was insane. And then to top it off, she was Scottish. So who doesn't like Scottish people? Who doesn't love the accent? Who doesn't like the banter and the lightheartedness that comes from them, right? So she was unreal. But everybody is a Shannon to somebody. Does that make sense? Like, I'm meaning in the eyes of someone, someone else is a bombshell. It doesn't like, everybody doesn't actually like this this sort of standard look that we're kind of currently going for in the last, I don't know, let's say 10 years. It's not actually what everybody likes, but we've all been made to think that it's what we all need to look like. Um, so yeah, and I, I, I think it's important for teenagers and young adults who watch the show um, to see that you can be classed as something as stunning enough to come into a show um, and essentially, you know, throw a spanner in the works and, you know, be classed as this bombshell by just being, I don't want to use the word normal, but by just being like literally yourself, not just personality wise, but also coming in with your body as it is. And yes, there are things like people like to have their teeth done or even just get braces. So somebody might say, but what if my teeth were really like crooked or really like bunched together and I got braces? Would you have an issue with that? No, I don't have an issue with anything it's not my place to have an issue with it. Um, and if it's an insecurity of someone, who am I to say anything about it? But essentially, we still need to acknowledge that even if your teeth are crooked, that is absolutely okay. Like your teeth being crooked is just as okay as your teeth, as you getting braces or getting Invisalign and straightening them out, right? Um, that's my thing is that I feel like there's not enough emphasis put on just, it's okay to be both. It's not that you have to just be one or the other. It's, it is okay to be just you or being you and being like, right, I don't like this particular thing about myself. I'm gonna have it sorted out. I think that's absolutely okay. I mean, I'm currently, as you guys all know, I'm currently quite a bit overweight. I am working on that. Um, for me, it's not so much cosmetic because I think I've always been very, <laughs> this is where it's a bit weird because I'm actually quite, in quote lucky in that sense I'm very tall I naturally look very slender so although I'm currently a size 18 I think I still look about a 10 or 12 I haven't been that size for years so it's easy for me to say oh but you know just wear your own body but like my body kind of looks quite good no matter the size so I also understand that like I don't deal with those insecurities like I'm having to lose the weight because of my back so anyway I digress. Um, like I was saying, I just think it's really important for teenagers to kind of look at her and go, oh, actually, like, she kind of looks like me. Or, hey, I've got that nose, but they've thrown her in there as the bombshell. Rather than this kind of often unnatural standard of beauty that is the white woman who presents like a black woman through surgical means or some kind of stuff that she's doing. Um, and most of the time because obviously all women still come in shapes and so, so not always, right? But most, 
you can still be white and born with ass, 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 ass. You can be black and be born with like the flattest pancake, like inverted, like a long back, right? (laughs) You can be a black long back, but it's not the typical. Like if you are born with like some sort of melanin in your system, you tend to be curvier and stuff, right? Um, So yes, not all the time, but a lot of the time, these kind of bombshells that have come in and had these like unreal bodies that you tend to see every single day. If you were to go to somewhere like Brazil, anywhere in Africa, like everyone in Ghana, like all the aunties, they are built like, I don't know, because, okay. Um, So it's just kind of like, we need to get rid of this idea that to be a bombshell, you can't be black, but you have to have the features of a woman of colour, but you should be white, um, but with like these huge lips and like these like huge thighs and huge hips and stuff, it's it's an odd notion. And again, if that's how you are, that's absolutely fine, right? We need to know that like everything else is fine as well. Um, like I said, guys, bear with me because one glass of Prosecco, it makes me very drunk. Like I'm drunk as fuck right now. So this is just me just talking to you guys. Um, now, Brad. <clears throat> Brad, 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 you absolute waster. <laughs> what a troglodyte. Okay, I'm going to try really hard not to just like dig people out and call people names on here and stuff, but he is a waster. Um, <laughs> what is it with men who call themselves alpha male, um, but then act like anything but um of course okay so let's think about like what he did with Faye so you know the kiss the person you fancy the most and kiss the person you fancy the least of course he would not have known that he was going to end up with that particular cup when they were playing um beer pong right he wouldn't have known um however once he did end up with that cup and that was his challenge or his dare he had so many options but he made a specific choice to humiliate Faye. I say this because as actually Sharon, is it Sharon? I think her name's Sharon. She actually pointed out the same thing that I thought when he did it, um, which was that he could have actually just gone up to her or Kaz and he could have very playfully been like, hey hon, you know, it's just because I see you like a good friend or like a sister um, and given them a peck on the cheek. He could have kissed any one of his boys that was stood there with him and been like, you're my boy. I see you like a brother. So obviously I fancy you the least. Um, and been done with it, right? But he was too fucking pussified to actually address Faye and talk to her and tell her, look, I'm not actually that attracted to you. So the moment that the opportunity presented itself, he jumped on that. Like he literally took the opportunity to be bitchy He absolutely humiliated her and he had a laugh with the boys beforehand as well, like in front of her. I don't know if anyone noticed. So he did this thing where he read it and then it was like, oh, that thing that guys do, um, which shows that like once they've read it, they obviously she doesn't know what it is, but they've seen it and their response shows that it reflects on or relates to some conversation that they may have had in the recent past. Um, because their response wasn't just, oh, ha, it was like, oh my God, as if, so now she's kind of like, oh, okay, cool, and then it's like, okay, I'm gonna go and kiss Chloe, 
and then kiss. Like, I just think it was actually quite mean. Like, the moment presented itself, and instead of just kind of being like, okay, cool, um, he did something that was very kind of pussy punk bitch. Um, and there is nothing alpha male about that. Um, moreover, <laughs> he actually thought that the best way to chat Chloe up was to dig Faye out. And to me, that is stupid. Like, that just kind of shows the kind of guy that he is and also the kind of perhaps vapid girls that he has potentially gone for in the past. Um, Because I was originally quite gutted that Chloe was laughing at what he was saying. Um, And I was kind of like, oh, babe, like, surely you get that, like, he shouldn't need to dig out another girl to make you laugh or to like big you up or make you feel good um but then when she chose hugo at the recoupling i thought hmm this is interesting so this shows that she's actually way more clued on she has way more substance than he realized um and weirdly he just couldn't fathom the notion that like you can actually just tell a woman that you like her for all of her poly- positive 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 <laughs> oh my gosh this isn't even a tongue twister guys for all of her positive qualities rather than in comparison to another woman's in quote negative qualities that to me makes him a dingbat anyway for the most part, what I'm actually really excited to talk about is um, is Rachel. So, like I mentioned in seven years, um, they have not once deemed it prudent to have a black woman as, or a woman of colour really as the bombshell. Um, I'm trying to look back and think about anyone that would have been the bombshell, but I, I don't think they have. Um, again, if I'm wrong, please jump into my um, Insta or whichever and let me know but I don't believe they have. Um, so it says something about the producers that they have, and like their vision for the show going forward, but also kind of their mindset and maybe the current climate, as people like to call it, that they have only now done it after years of complaints. Um, but that's a topic for a whole nother day. Honestly, I can't actually believe that she's, like, the bombshell and that she's in the show. Like, not just that she's in the show, but that she is the bombshell. Because it just, it says so much. It's like, oh my gosh. It's just awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, Do I love that she has to choose between two guys whose type was very specific to white women? um, And who are both also a little vile and not very thoughtful? No. Now, when I say specific to white women, it's things like when people say, what's your type? And instead of them talking about things like um, height, blah, 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 like body type, whichever, they specifically say things like blonde hair, blue eyes, brunette. They aren't talking about me with blonde hair, dyed blonde, right? Because most blondes are not naturally blonde in that sense. Most people dye their hair blonde. I've had my hair dyed blonde, but when they said blonde hair, I don't think they meant me with my hair dyed blonde. Does that make sense? Um, When people say brunette, I don't think they mean a black girl who's dyed her hair brown or is wearing a brown wig or whichever. Um, So that's what I mean when I say kind of people who have 
very specifically stated that their type is a variant of a white woman. Let's put it that way. Um, I actually saw... <sighs> I just hate that she has to choose between these two. I saw a tweet um, of, you know that picture? And it's like a black woman and a white man in a swimming pool. Um, and so like all my non-white friends listening, you will definitely have had like this thing like this moment where a white guy comes up to you and says something like um i bet you taste like chocolate what like are you okay in the head why on earth would i taste like chocolate it's a hot summer's day i taste like sweat and salt and probably like car fumes because i was sat in a beer garden in the front of the pub um so why would i taste like chocolate because it's odd, you wouldn't go up to, like, I don't, I still can't get my head around that mindset, because you wouldn't, it's supposed to be a compliment, right? But you wouldn't go up to a white woman and say, oh, I bet you taste like French fries or mayonnaise or, like, you just wouldn't, because it's really weird. It's so weird. I, I like mayonnaise, by the way, so this, I'm not saying this is an insult or whichever, it's literally just, like, me trying to get my head around, you just wouldn't do it. Like, I don't know any like none of my white friends and obviously that doesn't account for every white woman on the planet but I don't know of any white women that have had people try to compliment her by telling her that they think she looks they think she tastes and smells like yogurt like what it's so strange right anyway so we've had people kind of say I bet you taste like chocolate or I don't usually date black women but I heard they're all really good in bed so I really want to see if that's true vom um so yeah i just i saw this picture of like these people in the pool and someone had edited the image and it said like they had edited it so it was like brad speaking saying <laughs> normally into blondes but heard you might have the melanin for my adrenaline <laughs> and it was like <laughs> honestly I know that you can fancy someone who isn't what you think is your normal type. I actually don't know that most people end up with, like in terms of their long-term stuff, end up with somebody who is actually their type on paper. Because I think we all know what we think we like. But again, like once you actually get to know someone, there's so much more to it than just look. So I completely understand that they absolutely could be attracted to her, even though they've described their type as being something that's pretty opposite to her. Um, but it was the over-exaggerated show of apparent appreciation for her when she came in that seemed very strange to me. Um, it was the like, oh, like rubbing of the hands and like the, oh, and it's like, oh, really? is that genuine or is it just for show? Is it because you like, don't want to be seen as like something that you are worried people are going to label you as or is it because obviously they're on a show as well and you don't want to bloody get kicked off so is it as simple as fuck this shit I need to graft I need to put some work in and then regardless if I like her or not nothing to actually do with her but if I like her or not I need to stay so that I can at least meet someone that I do like or secure the bag because let's be honest, a lot of people now go on there because you want that boohoo deal, you want that pretty little thing deal, you want the Invisalign deal and why not? Get the flipping bag, honey, okay? So it's just, I suppose it's just a little bit strange. Anyway, back to our darling Rachel. 
Do I love that she came gun leaning into the villa like a crab wearing a lobster's body after spending too much time on land? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, my darling, why were you walking in the same way that Borat runs? Like zero body movement, but maximum kind of leg lock reaching forwards. I just, <laughs> she came in walking in like a spider that someone had just tried to whack with a shoe um and the worst part is like you're going into a holiday villa like a fancy villa on holiday so if you can't walk in heels that's actually fine this is the one time when it's fine to wear like cute sandals and the job would have been done um <laughs> I, just, I can see her walking now and it's like babe what a strange like <laughs> did you <laughs> Anyway, oh, Rachel, sweetheart, you are bloody stunning. You can't walk in heels. Um, and the thing is, it does take some practice. And if you don't have that kind of ankle flexibility, it's not even about the legs. It's about kind of the strength in the calf and the flexibility in the actual foot to be able to like kind of, you know, extend your leg out forwards. And anyway, sweet Rachel. Um... <laughs> yeah we'll see how that goes um but honestly her coming in not just her but also having chloe come in just what an iconic moment in like love island history because in the space of the same week like the opening week no less as well which means it's kind of setting that tone for the fact that they are actually trying to make the show diverse and not just diverse in race because I think sometimes that's what people forget. When we talk about diversity, people automatically think that it means diversity in terms of having the same amount of men and women and the same amount of black, Chinese, white, Indian, Asian. Like, that's not always what diversity means. So not just in the race standards, um, race standards, not just in sort of the um, race category, but also just for standards of beauty. Like, they are diversifying the standards of beauty. Um they've got one bombshell that hasn't really altered herself to resemble a woman of colour and then the other bombshell is actually a woman of colour. This is huge, okay? Like, do you understand what this is saying to all the teenagers who watch, hell, to all of us grown-ups who watch it, like, F the teenagers for the time being, for all of us guys who grew up not seeing the standards of beauty that are actually just normal. Um, and just knowing that, like, having a normal face is beautiful, you know? Um, I mean, I've had multiple conversations with friends um, who we've all kind of admitted to each other, you know, when people have asked, you know, would you ever go on Love Island? I know a lot of people kind of go, oh, no, I wouldn't go on there because I don't want to humiliate myself or my family wouldn't be okay with it. But for most of, like, the black and brown women that I've spoken to, the answer has been the same, which has kind of been, well, what's the point? Because they're going to put me on this show um, and then they're going to have a bunch of 22-year-old boys whose typical type is someone who is small and blonde, but with lips and a bum and a boob job that look like what I naturally am born with, um, except those boys want my features on lighter skin. Um... 
again, this is a way deeper conversation for another day, but it is just the truth of some people's existence. And I think if you don't have to live that existence every day, it's either very difficult to understand and get your head around it, or you obviously just don't think about it because why would you? You know, like if I'm sat in a pub, <laughs> I've had guys like literally being staring at me in the pub and I've had to try and decipher if the stare was a stare because he thinks I'm cute or because he's thinking, oh, go back to your own country. And I know that might sound dramatic, um, but for me, that's an, a, a, an actual fact of my safety, like my genuine everyday kind of interactions with people. It is something that I have to weigh up. So the fact that Love Island are kind of diversifying things like the race of the people that they have in there, but also the standards of beauty for me is kind of like the huge thing. It's, it's those two kind of mixed together, um, especially because for so long, the standard of beauty everywhere has typically been to be white. Like you could be like average and white or stunning and black and the white person will always get picked over you for the most part um just because they're white so people don't really see past your black skin um the fact that they're changing this for me for the kids that are watching it for the adults that are watching it i just think it's flipping massive um and i'm just really i'm completely here for it so anyway uh that being said i'm really excited for the rest of this season um i think i just People, I think, don't realise the statement being made about the standard of beauty and the expectations, especially on women, to be perfect. Um, I like that this kind of sets the tone and takes everything back to how... Remember in the first few seasons, right? I never watched season one and I only ever got into the show because season two came out. It had gone through like the first week and some of my friends came over to my house for my birthday <laughs> And um, they were like, right, Love Island tonight. And I was like, no, we're not watching that shit. It's absolute crap, blah, 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 blah. But there were like four of them and one of me. So I got overruled. It doesn't matter that it's my house. It, when your friends are over, it's their house too. So I completely got overruled. And they were like, right, we're going to make you watch like all of the shows that have happened this week. And then you can watch tonight's live with us. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And it was the one with Olivia, you know, Olivia Bowen. I think she was like Buckley at the time. Olivia, Alex, Zara, um, you know, Miss GB, <laughs> Tom, Sophie. Like there were so many awesome people in that one. I think that one also had Katie and Scott um, and Cara and Nathan. Like it was such a good season. So I'm so glad that's the one they kind of inducted me into. But those first maybe two, three seasons, they actually just had normal people in there, right? It wasn't just a bunch of people who were already halfway to getting their blue tick. It was just people that had applied to this show. Um, and I feel like this year might be reminiscent of kind of that and how things were at the beginning, which is so exciting. Um, and I cannot wait to see the rest, just especially because just right from the off, they have already kind of shown us that they're trying to open the show a little bit and open the mindset of the viewers just purely by bringing in these two bombshells and both of them have actually made a huge statement just by being who they are and coming in. It's so exciting. Um, so yeah, I mean, that being said, uh, this is, I mean, it's only the first week, right? Um, so like I said, this is just my drunk ramblings about things that I have noticed um 
but I'm just really excited to see where it goes. So yeah, if you guys want me to keep rounding up my random kind of thought process at the end of each week, let me know. If you want to join me, let me know. Um, If you want me to shut the fuck up, let me know. I'm not going to listen to you, but let me know anyway, because free speech and all of that. Um, But yeah, uh, I'm just very, very excited and I can't wait. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. To comment, ask questions, or take part in a chat, please head over to my Insta at turningpages87, and I'll be speaking to all again very shortly. Black Lives Matter, Free Palestine. Keep being awesome.